Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Rumble Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Joni Mitchell, Stephen Stills, Joey Devine, Graham Nash, Billy Talbot, Sean Keen, Ralph Molina, Frank Poncho San Pedro! Special guest Danny Palumbo! Katie Heindel! Patreons Jesse Pitley! Thank you, Jesse! Noah Cohen! Thank you, Noah! George Pagel! Thank you, George! Musical guest Neil Young! And now the temporary host of Rambo Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Roundball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, your best friend, Sean Keen. I'm good. I'm good. Um, Sean, uh-huh. I should point out before we move on that um. Uh, our friend, friend of the show, Dwight Howard, um, mm-hmm. announced the uh, Los Angeles Kings lineup this week. Oh, God. Um, and uh, I would like to play it for you real quick. Oh, no. Kings fans, make some noise! Number six, Ali Mata! On defense, number three, Matt Roy! At left wing, number nine, 
talk um all right um <laughs> i would like to say kopitar on the podcast sometime uh, well but... uh you'll have to talk to get that going. it's true he was more into neil young's musical career this week that's that's definitely true um sean we have a special guest with us uh, mm-hmm. i would say um best friend of the show uh wow um <laughs> yeah i think yeah. that's probably true <laughs> um you might know her work from uh, Dime. You might know her work from Yahoo Sports Canada. You might know her uh, work from the amazing Basketball Feelings newsletter. You might know her work from Dishes and Dimes, the podcast. Uh, it's our friend and yours, Katie Heindel. Katie, how are you? I'm good, guys. What a nice uh, upgrade. Damn. Uh, yeah, well, don't tell Corbin. <laughs> Uh, that's, that's I'm gonna go <laughs> texting him right now. You... I think Corbin's the official frenemy of the podcast, possibly. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit annoyed at him right now. I have to say, he's gonna because... hear this. Do you want to let him know what? <laughs> well, it's he knows actually this, and it's I'm not really mad at him, but um, as you know, Joey, I am currently about halfway through Jerry West's autobiography. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is making me uh, dislike Jerry West, Joey. Mm-hmm. Fair. He's a he's a has a like a it's like a volcano of rage. Anyway, that's all. That's all. <laughs> it, it's weird. It's, he wrote the autobiography. There's no real negative things that Jerry West is doing in this book, and yet at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is this is an unpleasant guy. This isn't great. Don't, Jerry, don't say that. All right. Why are you talking about how you want to shoot your dad with a gun? (laughs) Well, Sean, where can the listeners hear you talk? We'll be recording that next week for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Round Rock Pod. Buy our t-shirts at uh, the TeePublic link in the description. Uh, Follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod. Email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. And I think that's it, although it feels like I forgot something. All well, right. Joey, it's yeah, I also want to say that um recently on the Patreon we had our third edition of the Bulls Are Back in Town, mm-hmm. our Chicago Bulls specific uh podcast. Mm-hmm. And then um we're debuting a new mini pod, Joey. Mm-hmm. It's called Pacemakers. Mm-hmm. And it's our podcast where we talk about the Indiana Pacers. Great. <laughs> We've had one guest, and it's one of the two Indiana Pacers fans I know. So it might be uh, a, a bit of a episode. limited series. Yeah, it's just yeah. a short two-episode run. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> but if, you, if you'd like to be on Pacemakers, then you you can tell me facts about Jeff Foster, Austin Crochet, or even Doug McDermott. Um, let me know. At Sean Keen. On Twitter. Um, 
All right. Uh, it's we've got a we've got a really big episode today. Let's just jump straight into the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Our first, our top story is, of course, what everyone was talking about last week. Uh, the hot dog that the Houston Rockets were selling. <laughs> It's a big deal. Sean, do you want to run through what was on this hot dog? Yeah, Joey. Uh, this is sold um, at Houston Rockets Arena. It's a hot dog. It's got bacon on it. Mm-hmm. It's got mac and cheese on it. Mm-hmm. And it's got Fruit Loops on it. Uh-huh. And uh, we didn't feel completely qualified to talk about uh, the hot dog without a friend. So I'd like to introduce Round Ball Rock's new food correspondent. Uh, a conversation we had with him. You can follow him at Palumbros on Instagram, where he does food videos. You can read about his, uh, you can read uh, his recipes on the takeout. Uh, here's a conversation Sean and I had with our friend, uh, chef, food writer, comedian extraordinaire, uh, Danny Palumbo. Uh, we're here with um, Round Ball Rock's food uh, food guy. <laughs> Uh, Danny yeah. Palumbo. Uh, Danny Palumbo is uh, a food writer, but more importantly, a very fu- funny comedian. I once worked at a job where they just recorded open mic nights uh, throughout the country, and the only bit I ever liked was one of Danny Palumbo's bits of Thanks, all the pal. people I saw. Yeah, uh, about a bunch of dead birds in Austin. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, also, what a horrible job yeah. to go through open mic videos. That's that's bad. It was it was pretty brutal. Um, but Danny Palumbo writes for the Takeout. He makes food recipe videos on Instagram that are funny. Uh, he's a proponent of stealing spices from your neighborhood grocery store. Um, uh, what else? What am I missing? You have a comedy album. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Comedy <laughs> album. Uh, you know, yeah, you mentioned all this, all this stuff. Food writer. You had, you had a podcast called The Macaroni Zone, but Lorne stole your, uh, Lorne Michaels stole your co-host. Which, looking back on it, it's like, what a crazy thing that James Austin Johnson ever had a food podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, you were really grasping at straws until you got, like, a break. Well, you, that, I mean, he talked about macaroni for longer than anyone has ever talked about macaroni in an SNL audition. It was crazy, but Lauren Lauren thought his takes were like red hot, and yeah. so he's like, "Let's see what else this guy can do." Um, so, Danny, we brought you on because the Houston Rockets uh, debuted a brand new hot dog this week. Yes. Um, and my first question before we get to the hot dog itself, mm-hmm. I want to ask you: You're from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. A city that puts French fries on salads. Yes. Um, how do you feel about uh, what is the wildest thing you think is acceptable to put on a hot dog? Oh man, you know what? This is actually, I would say, maybe a poor food opinion slash taste that I have is that I eat up all the stupid contrived gourmet hot dogs. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when they make a hot dog fancy and charge you $12 yeah. for it, I'm like, take that money. I, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> like I, I genuinely eat that shit up. So I'm okay with like, I'm less okay with French fries on a sandwich than I am with like fancy sort of hot dogs. I, as far as toppings go, I think I had one in New Orleans once that was like kimchi kind of made sense to me mm-hmm. in that, in that realm, alligator dogs. I like it when it's made out of weird meat. You know what I mean? Like off-brand, like, yeah, gator. Yes. Fucking, you know, I would bite. say for me, my uh, thing I don't like about a hot dog is when they're like really like hammering that it's an all beef hot dog. Because for me, I like a shitty hot dog better than an all beef hot dog. Yes. Don't tell me everything that's in it. You know, leave me wanting a little more. Leave it yeah. a little mysterious. Wait, like yeah. literally, we don't want to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, all beef. That fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You have no fucking creativity. <laughs> So something we should let Danny know is who the owner of the Houston Rockets is. Oh yeah, okay. Um, so um we've he's a man named Tillman Fertita. And uh sorry, his sorry, uh, what? Tillman, Tillman Fertita. Fertita. You may know um his cousin, I think, founded the UFC. They're kind of like a casino slash, you know, extortion slash prostitution family from uh, Galveston, Texas. But right now, Tillman Fertitta, he owns um, the Houston Rockets, but he also owns uh, Lawry's. He's a, yeah, he owns oh. Lawry's. So, so it's the, the Bubba chain, Gump Shrimp yeah. Company. The well, Rainforest Cafe. That's the head, yeah. <laughs> uh, a place called the Saltwater Steakhouse. We haven't yeah. been there. Joe's Crab Shack, right? No. No, not Joe's. Not um, Joe's. Uh, anyway, he's so it's a restaurateur <laughs> created this hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> A guy whose business is making, um, you know, food for people, mm-hmm. all, but also all his businesses are on the wharf mm-hmm. or like a lot of Universal Studios. Yeah, yeah, like so. Right. There's there's a carnival aspect to the entire corporation. I think. I he's from Galveston, right? Yeah, yeah. Never been, but very wharf like vibes. Mm-hmm. Out of the stuff there, crap, crap. Yeah, yeah. That that tracks. That makes sense. I. I don't know. I don't know what the hot dog ha- has to do exactly with that. Although, because cool, let's go through it again. It's a hot dog with mac and cheese, Fruit Loops, and bacon, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. It's I, an all beef hot dog, which is why I brought it. Yeah. A I quarter. Love, I believe a quarter I, pound all beef hot dog. <laughs> I love. I love saying, "Hey, the hot dog is the least of your fucking worries." Here. <laughs> That's the one thing that you can. Try. <laughs> I let me tell you. Let me tell you the first thing I did when you sent that to me, because I'm not following basketball a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I saw what the hot dog was, the next thing I did was, okay, I need to know what the Houston Rockets record is. Uh-huh. Look, looked it up and was like, yep, I feel validated. This is what a bad team does. This is what a bad team. Does. This is like you know. You're, you're you're hurting. Well, we got to get people talking about us. I know we'll make some stupid ass <laughs> Willy Wonka hot dog. <laughs> and then there's tons of articles about it. Like mm-hmm. I think the hot dog has been done before. I believe it has. Like this specific one. Really? But You've seen Fruit Loops on a hot dog before? I haven't. But when I did a quick Google search, something came up about like Progressive Field doing it, which is the the Guardians, Cleveland, the Cleveland baseball team. 
Uh, so like maybe they've done it before. I, I think that maybe other teams might have, but for some reason, the rock, when Texas does something, we all like to point <laughs> at it and laugh. Yeah. yeah. And they, they do kind of own this shit, you know, like it kind of makes sense from a fair food standpoint. Like, that was actually a question I was going to ask you is like the difference between stadium food and fair food, because fair food is like, yeah uh wild right it's it's like what can we deep fry yeah. but stadium food it's like what can we deep fry but also can be made by people who don't make food for a living that's that's true it's <laughs> like the, the entrepreneurial ship is kind of out of it at a, at a stadium because like you have to recreate it so many different ways there's not like a stand that's right. like Joe's crazy fucking hot dogs. Like that would be the sign on the thing. And then it's that guy. And you're like, oh, yeah. I'd try that. Oh, that's <laughs> Joe. Yeah. And these are his crazy fucking hot dogs. It's like uh. when you go to Staples Center and like Ludo Lefebvre has like a chicken sandwich stand. And I always want to go up and be like, hey, is Ludo here? Can I speak yeah. to Ludo? <laughs> I... I don't know because I think it, this stuff does kind of exist in s many stadiums, but you more so have to seek it out. Like your app, like you know, you get the typical. I don't really know what NBA food is. I, I know is it the same as like you know? I know like what you get at a baseball game. It's you know, it's more yeah. It's a little. I'm trying to think. There's there seems like there's no outdoor component. So the one thing that you don't have is. Like like people kind throwing of peanut shells on the ground. Yeah, you do you yeah. people throwing peanut which is weird. Like it seems like yeah, there's not as much like spitting involved in an NBA crowd. Ideally, outside of Utah, there's I, not as much spitting. I feel like the number one NBA stadium food is probably popcorn. Yeah, yeah. and it's weird that popcorn is like super acceptable at a basketball game, but I cannot imagine eating it like at a football game. No, no, no. You would be pouring it on people. I guess NBA fans are just like more trustworthy uh, with their stuff, even though there is a lot of like drinking and cocktails at NBA games, I would say. There is something about being indoors where you're like, okay, I got to be on my best behavior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But when you're outdoors, you're like, oh, fuck this place. Yeah, I'm, I'm camping now. Uh, we do. We could do. We just leave our trash here like a movie yeah. theater. Yeah. You yeah. Just, you can go piss over there. It's yeah. fine. You just spit these sunflower seeds on this guy's shoes. Who cares? Yeah. He doesn't care. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. And the, the urinal's a big trough. Look out. I. We don't even separate you when you whiz. I read something. Uh, uh, part of an article briefly that was like, you know, people are saying this is like a Texas fair thing. And they're like, that's not quite fair because, you know, lots of stadiums are doing goofy shit. But I would say, I don't think, a, you know, this crazy hot dog, is that something the Yankees would do? No. Or like, you know, no. <laughs> a, team, a team that has history, like they don't even let their players fucking shave. <laughs> like, you know, I'm sure they've got some real Puritan beliefs about food and like hot dogs. So I, I, I think it's like a, for me, and I don't know if it tracks, I'm just like, this is, you guys are losers. This is what a losing team does. <laughs> but 
Don't know if that's yeah, true. it's it's like a Guy Fieri restaurant review almost, where it's yeah. like, oh, it draws more attention to the thing, and now it's and now it's like a goof. You can do a TikTok about yeah. getting a hot dog, which is not like what you really want your team's identity to be, ideally. But also, players were like throwing things at each other in the locker room a week ago too. Yeah, so true. probably the hot dog is better. No, Danny, oh. you'll like this. So last oh, yeah. week, last week a guy. Got mad at his coach at halftime, threw something in the vicinity of the coach. They won't say what it was, and then just uh-huh. got in his car and drove home in the uniform. Wow. At halftime. <laughs> Can we say this is real Fruit Loop hot dog behavior? Yeah, I think <laughs> I would say that's fair. <laughs> he is, I would say he is both a hot dog and a Fruit Loop, right, Joey? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that matches up i i you know at first i was like because i'm thinking like why does this exist and at first i was like well maybe it could be tiktok and then it's like no texas has been doing wild shit since way before tick but it does feel like maybe like sort of a tiktok trend mm-hmm. like you're expecting it to kind of go viral in some way the way like horrible pasta recipes do um, and i mean other than that i don't i don't know what houston's known for like food wise culturally it's like um lean joke. Yeah. Oh, Houston. Well, no. no, no. Houston has like amazing, amazing food, Asian right? food, yeah. especially. Yeah, oh, yeah. is there like a signature Houston dish or like a type of food? What's it? Or like more like just great Asian food? Well, I'm thinking it's closer to kind of Louisiana. So I think sort of, uh, yeah, that's sort of like Creole type shit. You know, you see a lot of, uh, oh, what is it? I think it's like, uh, uh, and I hope I'm not getting it wrong, but like Vietnamese style like crawfish yeah and like, oh and like oh that sounds awesome <laughs> i i know there's like a bigger nigerian population there too like houston's like a really dope like cultural yeah. people say outside of new york and la like houston's like fucking got the, great it's like the food city oh. now sean yeah. like i think wow. top chef is filming in houston this right that's now, amazing actually. i had yeah. no, i had no idea Dude, so you know what's great? that's even oh. a worse reason to be selling a hot dog with yeah. fruit loops on it <laughs> You know what's oh, yeah, the clown concessions. Yeah. What's nuts? My brother, who lives in Pittsburgh, has actually worked out great. He's uh one of the chefs for the Pittsburgh Pirates now. And so he's been working sometimes he'll cook stuff for like the clubhouse or like the owner, or like he might be in charge of like the VIP seats this year. And so we are talking constantly about like what to serve. Because mm-hmm. we just bounce ideas off each other all the time. And I'm like, man, you need to do like really good local Pittsburgh stuff, but like better than what you would get it at like, you know, like a version of like a Primanti Brothers sandwich, but like make it your own and like make it really good or like other things that Pittsburgh is kind of known for, like maybe kielbasa, like sausage sandwich, but like a little bit, you know, something that's indicative of like what the city. You want them to make a lot of jardinera. A lot of jardinera. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just in like, like what about a dispenser where you could get like 20 ounces of jardinera just by hitting a button? Just hemorrhaging money at that point. It's <laughs> <laughs> free jardinera. So, Danny, there's another there's another NBA story. I would say the NBA's most famous recent food story okay. is J.R. Smith a few years ago <laughs> threw soup at his coach. Hilar- I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it turned out. We learned a year later, no one would say what kind of soup it was. And a year later, this reporter was like, it was chicken tortilla. I knew the second it happened and I didn't tell anyone. 
And what's I, weird is he presented it, it, it it's like 50%. It's like, I heard that information right away. But the way he says it is almost like, I know that guy. And he would throw chicken tortilla <laughs> soup in his coach. So my question for you, Danny, is what yeah. do you think the most throwable soup is? Oh, I, I, well, I got, okay, here's, here's what I said. The most insulting soup that you can throw at somebody, uh-huh. I think is like corn chowder. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like chunks of corn is something that like, not to be too crude here, something that comes out of your ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. tossing a bowl of soup, a corn chowder at somebody is, is almost like, you don't even hear of that many people eating corn chowder. It's like, I uh-huh. made this to throw at you. <laughs> I, think like, I think it's like the most, ins- some sort of chowder, because there's like cream, you know, a clam yeah. chowder, same thing. But like, yeah, you throw a chowder at somebody, that's going to gonna goop all yeah, over. <laughs> yeah, there's physical pieces of it, yes. not just like a slime that, yeah. Yeah. When Ooh. I worked at the Bubba Gum Shrimp Company, I once was... Uh, on my knees grabbing something under the line uh, and a lady spilled three full bowls of burning hot clam chowder on me. Oh, (laughs) no. Yeah, and I can say from experience that that (laughs) stuff sticks to you like uh, Ghostbusters slime. Oh, God. <laughs> you got slime, oh, dude. Yeah. It was like the Stay Puft Mar- You know the, how they look at the end of yeah. Ghostbusters with the marshmallow, the Stay yeah. Puft Marshmallow stuff on them? I looked like that, but with canned clam chowder. Oh, they, call that a, they call that a New England Kids' Choice Award. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well, it's actually do... called getting gronked. Oh. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring this up, Danny. Um, the, the, the 49ers will be playing in uh, the Nickelodeon NFL playoff game. Yeah! Where yeah. they have the separate telecast yes. and all the slime. If you were to try to make an edible nickelodeon slime what do you think he would make it out of oh man uh well i don't know if it would really be edible that slime quality is like a slurry almost it's yeah i guess that's probably it's like a cornstarch water with like green dye sort of thing but you know what Uh like you know what might be a close answer something like a porridge or like a congee you know, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put some green dye in there uh-huh. and let it chill. Because I'm going look I'm, a little chunkier than like the slime, but it might have you can get slimed with some kanji. What about yeah, I was like, thinking I was thinking like you pour it over the winning coach, and if some yeah. gets in his mouth, he doesn't die. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what what about like room temp uh like au jus, not au jus, but like demi-gloss that you somehow uh-huh. dyed green. Oh yeah, that's that's pretty good. Some some room temp de- demi would have like a yeah. That'd a be real, a similar picture. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to so that means someone at Nickelodeon would have to be boiling bones for like 54 hours to make this. <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it though. Yeah, it's worth it. Did did they slime someone? Last year, I don't remember. I can't remember. I think it was all visual effects mostly. What I know is that um, for some reason, there's like a, an award that kids vote on. Yeah. And in like kind of a sloppy game, um, yes. Chicago Bears quarterback Mitch Trubisky won like the kids' choice 
uh, NFL MVP or something like that. And it's like the perfect encapsulation of his career is that he's a Nickelodeon MVP in his one trip to the playoffs. (laughs) It did well, though, right? Weren't people like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People loved it, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I'm going to watch it this year. (laughs) I'm excited for it now. Yeah, that's dope. All right, so my last question. Yeah. Sean Keen. We'll go Sean first. Would you eat the hot dog? Again, mac and cheese, Fruit Loops, bacon, quarter pound all beef dog. I mean, the only reason I would eat it is if it for was this show. For, yeah, for this <laughs> show, for like a TikTok, like I lost a bet. Uh, there, I'm like removing a curse, like a, like an eccentric billionaire is toying with me, but I wouldn't want to eat it. No. All right, oh, Danny Palumbo. Would you eat the hot dog? I think the most viable scenario is a eccentric billionaire toying with me. <laughs> like, you know, those are mean, twisted fucks that are like you weird life choices. Like, will you do it for two grand? You're like, I guess so. And then you, you lose your dignity. And yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't. No. And, and here's why I already have to make some concessions where like, I have to like try different things that like, I know are going to be bad, but I want to eat it so I can like talk about why it's bad Mm -hmm. instead of, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, But even this is a tough one for me. I don't really go for things that are like too novel. I think it's like gross. And it's also just like a reflection of how, you know, we are burning the planet's resources for like dumb gluttonous shit, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, this is like, this is like a, if I eat this, I'm just going to be thinking about that. Like when yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like a, if I have a sandwich at Fat Sal's and there's mozzarella sticks on it, I'm like, we're all going to fucking die. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> something like this is just going to make me think about that. And I don't, I don't want to. Yeah. You like, you just imagine like an Ethiopian child watching you eat it and just like a single tear. Yeah. Goes down. Yeah. Like this. Is um, one yeah. last question. I should. Oh, I also want to mention, I just wouldn't want to eat the Fruit Loops by themselves. Either. Right. That was going to yeah. be my question. Is yeah. there a cereal that you could put on top of this hot dog that would make it more acceptable? Ooh. I think cornflakes, maybe. Yeah. Like something with crunch, but not like a really strong you just wouldn't want anything that had that strong a flavor i wouldn't think yeah i'm also like not looking for crunch in a hot dog and i'm like <laughs> you know like i wish it was crunchier you like, what <laughs> I, but cornflakes would probably be the most inoffensive and you could even like you know if you were trying to you could like maybe combine it with a little salt or something just to give it like a sweet and salty sort of fruit loops is like Madness. It's insane. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, something like cornflakes. Cornflakes would be okay. What about like a like a puffed rice? Uh yeah. Like a <laughs> smack that's not sweet, you know? Mm-hmm. Ooh, fucking I you know, corn pops. <sighs> It, my it could work, but it wouldn't be good. But it would be. <laughs> I'm thinking of something that's a little kind of like buttery and like something that might like do well with like savory or salt. And what like about what a you, grape nut. What about a what grape you, nut? <laughs> <laughs> what What about like cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> I'm thinking it's coming with mac and cheese too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, so like, if you had to visualize it, some weird fucked up chopped episode <laughs> where you were like, 
oh, corn and mac and cheese goes together. I should choose like a, you know, it's like a plate of food. I'm like, okay, like corn and like, but yeah, uh, anything else is like too sweet or yeah. It just doesn't, it's, it's madness. And that's why they did it. They weren't like, is it going to taste good? They're like, what's, what's nuts? Yeah. What's yeah. Totally. <laughs> it would be funny if they were like, okay, how do we top this? Well, it's hot like dog. a hate. Re- <laughs> yeah, right, go no, ahead, but sorry. if they went, okay, we have the Fruit Loops hot dog. What about uh-huh. <laughs> hot dog, mac and cheese, bacon, cookie crisp? Oh, <laughs> well, they <laughs> bacon is the next step. But if you had to replace a cereal. Well, no, bacon's on it, Sean. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, there yeah, is bacon, bacon on it already. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> of course. Of course there is. Why am I even here? Yeah. They're going to realize Cookie crisp. Yeah. Someone's going to do like food costs for the stadium next month. And they're going to be like, we're not selling. We're not making any money off of these. And then it's going to end. They're going to be yeah. like, we have, oh, all yeah. these, right. we have, I have all these fruit loops now. The things we spent money on and like nobody wants nobody wants the shit yeah <laughs> do you think they maybe even knew it would be this social media thing briefly and some guys just like hey c- cut the fruit loops order yeah. by about 60 <laughs> percent yeah we 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 can use the other stuff although are they selling yeah. mac and cheese at the games already maybe i guess I mean, it seems I've like eaten, a weird basketball food. I know I've eaten a hot dog with mac and cheese on it at a basketball game before. I think that's become like a standard. I guess uh, it's not really that food. hard to yeah. keep like a tray of mac and cheese. No, and it's probably not great mac and cheese. No, it's bad. It, no. Yeah. <laughs> if you're already making these things, it makes sense. But it's not yeah. like they're like, you know, we sell Fruit Loops, so it makes sense to just combine them. <laughs> what if they did yeah. sell Fruit Loops? Like, yeah, there's like, there's like someone in the stands, a loose ball hits a guy, and just <laughs> cereal and milk is going everywhere. Oh, damn like- it. He's like opening one of those tiny cardboard boxes and t- yeah. pouring in a tiny thing of milk. All right. Take I, care of the ball. All right. I think we've, uh, I think that's our time talking about the hot dog. Danny Palumbo, thanks so much yeah. for coming on. What? Please come back. Yeah. What Hello. would you like to uh, plug for our listeners? Oh, just my Instagram is at Palumbros, P A L U M B R O S. I mean, I have a link tree in my bio. It's where I promote writing and, and other stuff I'm doing. So it's only Instagram. That's it. And you can watch his uh, food recipe videos. You can learn how to make a uh, uh, chif chaff if you want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks. Thank you guys. I'll uh, come back anytime. Thank you, Danny. Thanks. All right, that was us talking to Danny Palumbo, but we're back here with Katie Heindel because it was a feelings week. Wouldn't you say it's been a big week for feelings, Katie? Yeah, huge. Absolutely huge. I feel really in my element. This is one of the bigger feelings uh, quite a while in the NBA, right? I think so. Well, I mean, like, good good feelings. Well, but I (laughs) feel like there was also some bad feelings (laughs) that we're going to go over, too. Yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I'd say, that, but like everything really started on a, on a high note, uh-huh. you know, good feel, maybe good feelings have, have like triumphed. I guess we'll get to that. But yeah, like heavy feelings week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like the, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves today hired a man whose job is like the tech version job title of like 
basketball feelings man. Did you see this job title, Katie? No, I didn't, but now right. I feel <laughs> well, I'm my back you. is up. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. Uh, no, that's about Rich Paul, wrong clutch guy. Uh, yeah, okay, so the um, the Timberwolves and Lynx hired a man named Marquise Watts, who was an executive at Clutch, to a prominent new job, which is titled Chief Experience Officer. Mm. Uh-huh. And their organization is aimed at uh, redefining the player experience in Minnesota. Okay. That feels like half a feelings job, right? Like the tech version of a feelings job. It's like what Shingy did, right? Remember Shingy, Sean? <laughs> Look, I don't like this, but I don't hate it as much as I thought I would. Is he the guy who bought him the pajamas? Uh, yeah. Excellent question. I don't know. Oh, no, but he wouldn't be no, if he was just hired. No, because they hired him today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so they, the pajama guy's out. They're like, that's not the kind of experience we want. Oh, um, maybe. <laughs> Joey, do you think you would be a good chief experience officer? No, of course not. Uh, because, like, my favorite experiences are, like, uh, eating a large pizza by myself while wearing pajamas and watching movies. Uh, and yeah. I don't think and a like, lot of NBA not... players want to do that. <laughs> I mean, they might want to. Um, I, ha- I I would like to talk a little bit about that idea in a little bit, actually, on the show, Katie, if you don't mind. But... Uh... Not yet. Uh, But we should talk about everyone's good feelings moment because we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, I'm, of course, talking about Clay Thompson taking his uh, entire paycheck in crypto, right? That's the Mm -hmm. good feelings moment we're here to talk about. (laughs) I mean, we could get it out of the way. Yeah, and and the other thing that that's happening in the crypto world, along with Clay Thompson taking a a portion of his salary in crypto... Mm -hmm. um, is uh, there's there's been the first of what are going to be many class action lawsuits against people uh, pumping up crypto and defrauding people. Uh, and Paul Pierce was one of them. <laughs> Paul Pierce was one of them. Paul Pierce, he's a trendsetter. Um, oh, bless he him. He was the first one, <laughs> first guy ever to get fired from ESPN for talking about uh, strippers in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Uh and now he's, I think, the first one to be sued for running a crypto Ponzi scheme. And I gotta Did say, he steal he, some of those apes? No, I was gonna say, when when Paul Pierce does feel like the, he'd get his apes stolen, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> I also could see him investing in like knockoff apes too, where he's like, no, these are bonobos, They're even rarer. <laughs> Um, Katie, have you had any of your apes stolen? No. Have you, you know stolen any things. apes? <laughs> I, th- I knew how. I would absolutely steal them, but can you destroy them? Like, are they, do you just drag them to, I'm like, would I just drag it to my trash can? I'm like, it's, <laughs> well, it's like how only a diamond can cut a diamond. You actually need to use a blockchain to break a blockchain, I think. Yeah. I, I, I think that's how it say, works. Wait, you have to get some apes to steal the apes? <laughs> <laughs> you need an ape to steal an ape. All right, we got to write this screenplay. Uh, all right, but no, um, it's important. We got to talk about Clay Thompson coming yeah, back. Yeah, he's obviously. back. Um, Katie. Okay, Joey, can oh, I ask ahead. you a question sure. first to lead off? Yeah, okay, yeah. so you found yourself surprisingly emotional when Steph Curry broke the three point record last yes. month. 
yeah, yeah. How did you feel watching Ste- watching Clay take the court? Not that emotional. <laughs> <laughs> You like the numbers, baby. No, no, no. I like because it was like I was like hyped up. I was hyping myself up for like three months for this. Like, yeah, I, he's going to hit a three and I'm going to cry. And uh-huh. uh, it's it's going to be great. And then he like played. And the whole time I was just like, this crowd sucks. <laughs> if this were at Oracle, it wouldn't. They would have been so much better. That's all I was saying the entire time. <laughs> I will say, Joey, it was funny last night that um, you were talking to me about how loud the the Memphis crowd was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started watching the crowd, and I was like, oh, yeah, no one's wearing masks in this arena. <laughs> They're like 10% masks. That's why this basketball game sounds so loud. Um, that Memphis crowd was great. That Chase Center crowd. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying it, I think it appeared loud because it was an unmasked crowd. I mean – but that's less it was less the volume and more like I don't know I generally don't think of Memphis as a crowd in a regular season game as like being real into the game but they were Right because of the MLK assassination. Yeah exactly yeah, well, as Bill Our Simmons friend Bill Simmons you. did say that uh wait we said his name hold on oh. got to uh, you 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 got to know <laughs> It is the Sean. law You really want to know law. what I believe I believe in the four point line I believe soup is the perfect food I- all right. Um, Why is that sound effect there with so soup? Sick. Jesus, it's Ugh. so gross. It's like he's filling up like a carafe with soup. Um, Katie. God, we were talking about soup a lot recently on this podcast. Yeah, we talked about soup with Danny today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Katie, did you get overly emotional during the Clay Thompson uh, game? During Clay okay. Day. I was nervous. I didn't know. I guess I came to Clay Day late and like I didn't know that's what like people had all agreed to to call it (laughs) until later until I think I saw like going through um, whatever like player was posting about it. And then someone texted me, happy Clay Day before the game started. And I didn't. (laughs) It was kind of nice. Very sweet. But I was mostly nervous uh, to start. Honestly, I, I was a bit trepidatious that. I don't know. It's like a bad thing to say. And I hate I'm like knocking my wooden desk right now. But like, I don't want to see him get hurt. You know, I was a bit scared um, of him coming out like that. But yeah, I did. uh, I did get choked up when I saw him when he was like sitting there and like the crowd. It wasn't great. Like they could have if they were at home, it would have been a, uh, a lot different. But they were they at did. home. No, they were yeah, home. It was just the, the tickets. It's just that like courtside <laughs> seats were going for like ten grand in that's this game, and why. nosebleeds were going for like five hundred okay. bucks. But that's also yeah. See, that's not what I why. Thought. That's just what the crowd there is like now. They're just a bunch but of I'm, tech but assholes but, but, and wine sellers. But, but I mean, you guys actually convinced me it though. Costs so much to go there. That's why it's like that. I mean, when you first started think, talking about this, I was like. Oh, yeah, I guess the game was in Cleveland, but I knew it wasn't. But then I believed yeah. you. I had, like, in, in listening to you, I had convinced myself it was. But you're right. It, I was right, too. It wasn't. And they were pretty quiet. But uh-huh. yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't I don't disagree with you, Joey, but I think the price point is a huge factor in why it's different. I just – but, I mean, maybe, but I also just – the crowd has never been very good ever since they've been there. And granted, they've been like bad, but like, and yeah, in but some I mean, games they haven't 
you know, they weren't okay. People, yes, yes, but like, but I, but I would also say in general, it is like three times as expensive to go there than it used to be at Oracle. Yeah, yeah, sure. I just mean, yeah, yeah, like, that, that's, whole, that's what I mean. The whole and but it's gonna be that way forever. This is what Joe Lacob wants. Like, well, it's that, like that a place with... for people to, uh, like store their wine. Well, store their wine, recycle and trade their blood. apes during the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah, he wants them trading apes, bro. With an Sometimes iPad, it, yeah. like an ape concierge with an yeah. iPad coming around, being like, "You, you could get this one tonight." <laughs> Steph Curry likes apes, right, Joey? Yeah, Steph Curry likes For apes. Some reason, Damian Lee has an ape. Like, they're Ooh. all ape. They're all ape crazy now. The whole Warriors the, uh, team is ape crazy, and it's making them not <laughs> likable. <laughs> Their old sideline reporter, Roz, appears to tweet about apes more than she tweets about basketball mm-hmm. now. Somebody weird was treat- tweeting about, like, he had a... F- oh, it was Gary Payton last night bought, like, tweeted about how he bought, like, a fake ape. It was, like, some Aww. ape I'd never heard. And Accidentally, like, or he, no, got, he got rooked? No, it was, like... No, it was like he bought like whatever because he only makes like a hundred thousand dollars. Right, or but he still he bought, wanted an ape. Yeah, he bought something called Mars cats and was oh. tweeting about it, which are just that's apes, too but sad. Cats. <laughs> that's I mean, too. Let's get back to play. Apes in the crypto space, right? I want to. I can't talk about this anymore. It's, it's a huge bummer. Um. Katie, did you see um, – okay, so I was a little bit nervous about Clay getting hurt again. And then last night he had a crazy collision with a ref. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so it was okay. Well, he was I, just running down on the wing and he just annihilated a female ref. Well, but before we get to that, before we get to oh, yes. his other games, we got to talk about – first off, uh, Sean, did you cry? No, I was, I was like, I was pretty happy. Like I, I was. Did you not I cry pretty... because you knew that lady was going to tweet that thing about how men shouldn't cry a week <laughs> I later? I, I, I think I missed that. <laughs> oh, wait, you wait. didn't see that some lady had a whole tweet That was like a week ago? Yester- no, it was yesterday. <laughs> oh. Where she was like, was... it's unattractive when men cry. And then everyone was dunking on her. <laughs> I mean, I also might have cried if I was by myself, but I don't, I don't, I I was just, I was, I was pumped. You know what I mean? I didn't get mad or anything. I was just very, I was very happy. I was happier than I thought I would be seeing him there. And Katie, did you um, cry? Uh, yeah, like, no, not like a full on, Mm -hmm. full on cry. I I did get like kind of choked up. My throat got tight. My eyes were watering a bit. Uh, but I was mostly happy. I was very happy to like watching everyone react to everything he did. His teammates, I mean, not the crowd. Um, but like, I think at one point, Steph Curry like ran out on the baseline, just like freaking out, whipping mm-hmm. a towel around. And it, yeah. it but because it looked like he didn't know what to do and like mm-hmm. react. <laughs> uh, and I love that kind of stuff. He he often celebrates like a kid who doesn't know what to do with his arms. Yes. So he'll be yeah. like jumping, but his arms are down at his sides. Or well, you know what his yeah. arms are doing? They're buying apes behind his back. Um, That's all true. Right. Uh- <laughs> That's one of his trading exercises. Yeah, I got a. Um, my parents had ordered me a Clay Thompson '77 jersey, which is what Clay also ordered for himself. When he didn't make the NBA's top seventy-five of all no, time. No, that's list. not what happened. Draymond bought that for him as a joke. I thought uh, he. I thought it came out that Clay got it. Actually. No, Dray- It was Draymond. It was all Draymond's thing. 
Okay, it's very funny. Yeah. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I have. I have a number 77 Thompson jersey. And uh, as a tribute to a guy, I did have a headband that I put on briefly, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that Clay would be full headband now, but now that he is, look out. Um, Katie. What did you think? Did he, do you feel like he's back, Joey? We uh, haven't really talked about this. I mean, he's playing insane, I think. Uh, and the Warriors are sort of playing insane with him. Like, the last night in the uh, Memphis game, I kind of thought in the first quarter he threw their offense off because they were really forcing it to him um, a lot. Uh, which I thought would only happen in the one game, but it appeared to happen in the first quarter last night. But also, I don't know. He's dribbling a lot more. That's weird. Yeah, um, I think it's. I think he just basically <laughs> has been practicing dribbling way more than uh, normal because he couldn't run and jump. And also, um, you can tell other teams are still acting like this is 2019 clay because guys are like, sprinting out to the perimeter to try to run him off the line. So I don't know. He was, um, he was really good. And he still, ha- he still hasn't yet. like caught fire yet, but him right. hitting a buzzer beater before halftime last night against Memphis was really awesome. You know what uh, I didn't like though, but I'm glad, like, I'm, I'm glad he tried it, but I didn't like his weird face. His like snarling face. Oh, <laughs> his mean mug. Twice. It just felt like he'd been practicing it in the mirror, which whatever, like he was like getting it ready for the moment, but it doesn't like suit his face. Like he has too nice of a, like a smiling, Mm -hmm. you know, like his face skews, I think happy, you know, Mm -hmm. but he did that. And it's like, it's too, it it makes his mouth look too small for his face or something like something about it is not quite right. Mm -hmm. So I hope he gets a new, um, like celebration. Well, he has, he does have an interesting face, I would say, uh, (laughs) Just in general. Like, I remember I was watching a game with a friend, oh, in, and uh, the friend was like, who's that guy? He looks like one of the engineers from Prometheus. No. <laughs> <laughs> he should do that for Halloween one year with the headband on. That would be pretty good. <laughs> The Warriors have a bunch of guys who are not very good at mean mugging. Jordan Poole mm-hmm. tried to do that too, and mm-hmm. well, Steph like that, tries especially it with all that little time. mustache. Steph does Steph it all the time, all and the time. it's mm-hmm. bad. I mean, none of, only Draymond is is believable right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Looney has a bit of a mean mug, but that's <laughs> you can't help that. I would believe it if it came from. Yeah, I guess nobody on the team. There's, there's not there's not a lot of meanies. No, no. There's um, one guy with a hammer. That's it. <laughs> um, Katie, did you watch the whole game? No, I fell asleep. Yeah, yeah I knew. <laughs> I knew that happened. You texted me. I mean, it was on but... pretty late. It actually wasn't. I was, like, worried at first. I was like, man, this is stupid west coast game and then i was like oh 8 30 all right like i can <laughs> i can do this one that late that's right i was out i was out by the half honestly <laughs> so you missed him get real hot in the third quarter um, i did which yeah is when he did i watched a lot of his stuff i watched it the next day like i was watching i watched a lot of the 
um, highlights. I saw the dunk. That was kind of the last real time exciting thing I saw, which I did catch my breath at a little bit because he landed kind of in a almost like a sprinter's starter stance. Um, but he got back up. I mean, my, my my dad, I think he's he he's not trying to provoke you, Katie, but he's very worried about the Warriors getting injured dunking because it, it was it was happening a lot last year. Right. I mean, and everybody so, was getting injured last year. Maybe we're no, through, it, like we're past that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I just jinxed it. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Everybody's going to be just great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will say um, the actually the most emotional, the, the moment where I was like, hey, that's really nice was uh, when he got emotional in his post-game press conference. Did you see that quote, Katie? Um, Where he got kind of choked up and he he said, quote, I'm just so happy I can even look at the stat sheet and see my name there, see my shot attempts, makes, all the stats again. And then he went, minus two, that's no good, but at (laughs) least I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't see that. I didn't. Watch the post game. Um, I should. I'm gonna go back and watch it because I obviously should have. Um, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. Here, actually, yes. um, Sean. Uh, do you have a question for Katie about Clay Day? Why well, I, I was <laughs> gonna. I was gonna mention this? that. What's that? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, the other thing I liked was that in his post game conference press conference, he. You could tell he really thought he could like drop 35 points on his first game mm-hmm. back because he was like, That first floater came in. I thought it might be a special kind of night. <laughs> might be that kind of night. And I guess, like, the thing is, I've, I've said this before with um, very religious players in the league. If you've scored 60 points in three quarters or 37 in a quarter, of course you think you can just come back from two and a half years back. And drop like 35. All right, Katie, here is the quote where I was like, I, I, well, that kind of got me where I was like, oh, this is really nice, actually. <laughs> what did you think when Steve didn't drop the first play? Well, I was so excited. I saw Lane in the basket that I just took, took the opportunity and it was a really tough floater. After that went in, I thought it was going to be one of those nights where I might be unconscious, but. Missed a few shots after that. Might have been some jitters. And I'm just so happy right now. I did not shoot as well as I wanted to, but I'm just so happy I can even look at the stat sheet and see my name there and see the shot, my shot attempts, makes, all the stats again. And minus two, that's no good, but at least I'm here because the work it took to get here is, it was incredible. So I'm just very, very happy right now. Only able to get up 18 shots tonight? Yeah, that was 18 shots in 20 minutes. I mean, nothing's really changed. <laughs> Clay's cadence is like, it's kind of unreal. Like, it sounds yeah. like he's just, he's like doing a dramatic reading, but he's just answering a question. <laughs> Greatest. Uh, um, he was plus 17 Tuesday night, so yeah. he's going to like the stat sheet a little um, better there. We... I will say we lucked out a little because we were we just had we were like we got to talk to Katie about Clay Day, and then mm-hmm. last night a million other feelings things happen things happen that we <laughs> want to talk to you about. Um, and one is one is also Canadian, so it's it's a it's a twofer. Um, okay. 
<laughs> Katie, did you see last night what Devin Booker did? Yeah. <laughs> Sean, do you want to explain to the listeners <laughs> what the Devin Dunn did? Oh, please. Um, yes, I can I can tell you what Devin Dunn did. Uh, so the, the Raptors are playing with no fans in their arena. Mm-hmm. But Devin Booker Why is was that? shooting... F- I'm kidding. I'm um, kidding. Because, oh. <laughs> it's because that 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 one fan um, bought out all the seats because he wanted to catch a foul ball. Um, uh, but but the Raptor, uh, one of one of the NBA's most wonderful mascots, I would say. Um, I have a little soft spot for the Raptor because. Uh, that was essentially my created player that I used to play NBA Showtime on the on the Sega Dreamcast. Uh, but he was behind the basket trying to distract Devin Booker, and despite being uh, the literally the only one there, again no fans. Uh, Devin Booker complained to the ref, and the ref benched the Raptor and made him sit in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his name is just the Raptor, right? Yeah, yeah, the which is like why the I, which is why I actually downgrade. Which I like a, I like a mascot with a name. Um, but <laughs> here's my first. I have one problem with how this is covered, other than Devin Booker, Scott. Uh huh. <laughs> and that's the 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 announcers and then everyone talking about this has been saying the Raptor was the only fan in the building, and the Raptor is not a fan. He works there. The Raptor works there. <laughs> Pascal Siakam is his co-worker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they have the same boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rogers Communications or whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the okay, can I can I give another small complaint about the Raptor? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Really does not look like a Raptor. Just a just a regular dinosaur. All does right. not have All a right. lot of the All right. features we know traditionally you... associated with the philosophy. Look, we know you worked at the Lawrence Hall of Sciences. You just don't have to show it to, off every I need time. to predict. I need to provide that information when it comes up. Amateur also, T-Rex probably a scavenger. Kind of disappointing, isn't it, guys? <laughs> but, Katie, you have uh, had a complicated relationship, I would say, with Devin Booker uh, for a while, uh, based on his mm-hmm. posting. Um <laughs> Based on his, him and D'Angelo Russell painting butts, I would say. Yeah. That's you the didn't number one love post. that. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't really love it. I have to say, I kind of came around on him this past summer because all it seemed like he was doing was like um, paddleboarding down rivers in mm-hmm. Colorado, um, just having a good time. So that was okay. Uh, he's still like perpetually, what, like 15 years old. Mm-hmm. So that's always weird. But... Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> He's the NBA's greatest tween, I would say. He is. My favorite part of this, though, was like it, in the post one in the post game that they made. They made them all do it together. So it's like Trez, Chris Paul, uh, and Devin Booker all sitting like very close side mm-hmm. by side, and like a someone from the Phoenix media on Zoom is like, um, "What? Like you had a problem." You had a problem with the <laughs> inflatable one. And he's like, no, the live one. <laughs> um, 
and yeah, they wouldn't have had to even... bench the inflatable raptor. Well, no, that wasn't even all the mascots that were out at the game last night because there's a third mascot, which is my favorite version of the Raptors mascot, which is the giant inflatable raptor mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that's taller than the the like the basket. And a friend of mine sent me a clip at one point last night during the game. Like it, it was just game footage. But like you can just see it's so tall that it's must just be walking behind the seats uh, at the baseline closest to the camera. But you can just still see this head floating like when people do that trick where they pretend they're like in a canoe or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you go, it just goes across the bottom of the screen. Um, anyway. I, but I didn't like Devin Booker. I thought he was a big baby. But then I saw that he said, um, we're cool now. He did we're say homies. that they're, that yeah. he and the Raptor are homies now. He did say that. Yeah. yeah. He made his Twitter um, picture, the Raptor, in that crouch. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there uh, like halfway in the Well, tunnel, I will so. say it was kind of incredible what the Raptor chose to do when he was sent away. Because he basically went and knelt down like Colin Kaepernick. Like he uh-huh. was uh, protesting the national anthem. Uh, yeah, he has a lot of dead homies, that Raptor. You could read it that way. Or like, I kind of chose to look at it a little bit like playfully menacing, you know? Like almost more. Like if Devin Booker was upset before that, I think the Raptor was just from where he usually stands when like fans are there and they're banging right. those things together. Yeah, yeah. No, right? that's exactly it. The Raptor yeah. went to where mm-hmm. he goes during free throws. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's like you said, he's at work. He knows his cues. He knows where he's gotta be. It's his area. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he was standing under the basket, like waving his yeah. arms. Yeah. Like he was <laughs> he was behind the basket waving his arms or whatever, but that's his <laughs> job. I kind of wonder about that. Like, would it be better if no one waved those things or made noise behind the basket? Just someone stood up in a dinosaur costume silently. Like, like now, is that creepier and more distracting? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, will they just will every arena just give out the raptor costumes to the people behind the basket <laughs> to wear when Devin Booker shoots free throws? I hope so. Um, Anyway, I guess I that was like a bit of an emotional roller coaster because I liked him. Then I was like, oh, this brat, like back to being a baby again. Uh, and then he came then he came back around. So I don't know, I guess like begrudgingly, I like him again. <laughs> what always surprises me about Devin Booker, I got to say, is what his voice sounds like. Uh, I, because it does not match his face. <laughs> It doesn't. It's deep. It's like the deepest voice I've ever heard coming out yeah. of like a child, a, a man who looks like he should be on Euphoria. Um. Well, Steph, <laughs> Steph Curry's voice is somewhat like that, but I think that's sort of more intentional. No, yeah. Steph's like fit, still fits his Steph, body. Devin's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. demon is talking out of like a baby's mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, that is exactly it. It's like, uh... <laughs> all right. And my uh, our next feelings news item, Katie, is uh, mm-hmm. Montrez Harrell last night. 
showed mm-hmm. up to the game wearing a robotic face mask, the LED <laughs> face mask that was uh, that was projecting across an LED screen saying, I'm back. And then at <laughs> halftime, tried to fight his teammate. He's back. He's back. <laughs> and, and better than ever. Uh, apparently, him and, he and Contavious Caldwell Pope... Uh, Montrez Harrell got mad at KCP for missing, for not passing to him. And then they threw punches at each other and the punches missed like a Three Stooges cartoon, apparently. Mm, (laughs) And then it was broken up. But my question for you, Katie, is uh, how does, does what does teammate fighting, where does that stand in the basketball? It's not great. It's pretty low. Um, I guess it's pretty low in the unofficial unofficial index. But the fact that it, like, I picture it them just kind of like a seed fight with your sibling, you know, like a sort of like stop hitting yourself or you're like, I'm not touching you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I picture it going. Also, yeah, did he just missed, like, right? yeah. But I was going to say, did he get um, the mask that he wore? I'm really curious if it's one of those like, um, skincare masks that like you wear <laughs> to zap to zap your face, and he just like he like weird it. scienced it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was like at home. He was like at home with a soldering iron. Like, <laughs> That's it why he looks was like it looks like a mask that like. <laughs> No, that's not what Mr. Robot wears. But it's like, you know when I... Okay, Mr. Robot is wrong. It's like a... Like it's a like character a DJ from, would wear it. I was going to say a like character a low from... Ride. Like a skin... Yeah. It's like a skin from Fortnite. Okay, that's... Yes, yes. <laughs> that says I mean, I'm it looked back. really weird, I thought. <laughs> I mean, I knew what it was, and I knew what to expect, and I still found it very weird. <laughs> It looks like a um, shirt that they sell on the uh, at on Fremont Street in Las Vegas that is like, been converted <laughs> into a scuba mask. Um, I'm looking at it closer. Where are the eyes? I unclear. Yeah, it's not. I don't think that's obvious at all. It's just like there's a lot going on in the fit. Two <laughs> to begin with. He's got what one, two, three, at least four chains on. This and then is there a battery? I will say, okay, what I think of when I look at this is um for Christmas, my brother got my dad a heated vest, but you have there's like a it, it's from Amazon and you have there's like a little battery pack, but the battery gets hotter than the vest gets. <laughs> and I wonder if this is like a similar situation. You so mean, I just he has to rip it off because his face is burning. Yeah, like I hope he's being safe with where he's put the battery because if it's like against his kidneys, I don't think that's the greatest. Well, what it reminded me of is Montrez Harrell. It, it reminded me of a promise Montrez Harrell made and did not deliver. He claimed that he was having his shoes modded to have a little video screen in them that would play his highlights when he was playing the game. And obviously Mm -hmm. the idea predated the, uh, like, was way ahead of the technology. But maybe this is the first step to that. You know who Uh, he should hook up with? Uh, Jared Allen, who who loves robotics and loves 
building robots and computers. We didn't even talk about Jared Allen in the, the Well, play. we were going to get there. Actually, <laughs> oh, thank the God. next question. <laughs> Let's just move to the next question, which is, um, Katie, which NBA player are you happiest for this year, and why is it Jared Allen? Yeah, it's just it's just Jared Allen. <laughs> what I feel like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I feel like, okay, I'll just say it. I'll just go public with this. I feel like I often have good feelings about players, and they they pan out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I should be betting, um, but that I feel like cheapens where these feelings come from for me. Uh, but like, you know, Fred VanVleet. Loved that guy right from the beginning when everyone was like, who's this guy? He played one minute, his first game. I was there just screaming for him. Now look at him. Mm-hmm. Jared Allen, you guys know. Um, love him probably, yeah, definitely more than Fred VanVleet, more than probably anybody else in the league. Um, I'm so stoked for him. I'm so happy he's going to go. Well, is he going to? I don't know if he's going to go to All-Star. Is he going to go to All-Star? I'm so confused at the point Van that we're Vliet or Jared Allen? Jared, Jared. Allen. Um, probably not Jared Allen, but probably Van Vliet. He's on the name. He's on the list. <laughs> but then, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. But I hate, uh, I kind of hate all-star voting for this reason. Because it, it, it's like really leaving people out is what you're saying. Oh, it gets my hopes up. Uh, did you see everybody's name on that list? And then you're like, no, only like four people are going to make it. <laughs> well, five. So, but five, you can yeah. start five people <laughs> in a basketball game, Katie. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, he might make it. He might make it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Maybe. He's a good chance. Um, I just, yeah, I just think he, what I'm most actually happy about, to be, I guess, a little bit serious about Jared Allen is that he um, is this player who's known for doing one specific thing incredibly well, like for good reason. Having an but afro? For mm, <laughs> <the> dunking. <laughs> But sure, I guess aesthetically, um, but that he is so excited about like playing more defense and like the opportunity to like, I don't know, be a playmaker and like is a nervous excited about trying those things this season that just like, um, I don't know, I'm just so stoked for the guy. Well, Katie, I hated that. Now that play. I was so scared. <laughs> Katie, now that you've revealed uh, you have good feelings, mm-hmm. who, who's on your good feelings radar yeah, right now? That's what oh, we God. need. Mm-hmm. Don't put me on the spot. Like yeah. <laughs> like a new, like a new guy. Yeah. Like um, who this year? Who are the new guys? You're like, I got a good feeling about that guy. Now I'm blanking. Um. <laughs> well, I think. I, I have a good feeling um, about, weirdly, um, about Lonzo. <laughs> I think he's coming back around. Mm-hmm. Or do you mean rookies? Anybody. I don't know. Anyone. Yeah. Um, I think Lonzo's going to get his time in the sun. I feel like, I mean, Evan Mobley, but that just feels like people kind of know that's going to happen. Um, I think... These are all, I'm just, I was like, Darius Garland. I'm like, these are all just Cavaliers Cavs, players. You're just, naming, you're just naming Jared Allen's friends. <laughs> just, <laughs> guys he might hang out with. Did Jared text you about anybody? No, he didn't. Um, well, now I know I feel you were like... high on uh, Dallin O'Banton going into this season. How's that going for you? 
It's not going so well for Delano. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Delano Band, like not- spoiler, he did make it into this week's song. Oh, sick. Well, he's just like not getting, he's not getting too many um, minutes, you know? Mm-hmm. No. He's not looking too good. Um, It's okay, but I have to be, I have to clarify. I'm not trying to double down on my big like pre- premonition uh-huh. like call that I said, but uh, it's not like I get the feelings every year because I think it is a rare thing that like, unfortunately it is a rare thing that players like pan out to be mm-hmm. incredible especially if they've like been in the league a while that doesn't often always happen um i'm gonna keep thinking about this and i'll just blurt them out as they come sure. to mind yeah yeah i Great. like that perfect uh-huh. i don't work well when the like the pressure's on i can't you know you can't just rush these visions um sean <laughs> uh you wanted to talk about how you think fitness is yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> it literally just says, Sean thinks fitness is ruining the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I would bring this up with you guys. So I'm I'm reading this book about <laughs> the history of um, FC Barcelona. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to, le- I'm trying to That's learn. That's where Ted Lasso coaches, right? Ted Lasso coaches there. Yeah. Um, he, um, and there's there's an interesting part. So they're talking about like the players' lives, and it's kind of interesting because this guy's like um, just just basically discussing how Barcelona is great, uh, just as a city to be in. And one of the guys who was signing there got warned that um, it was too much fun and that he shouldn't feel like he's on vacation. Because all these people at Barcelona um, are in this place that has, like, amazing restaurants and, uh, like, great nightlife. Like, people in Spain sleep, like, an hour less than everyone else in Europe because of this. And really good wine. And then you go to Barcelona and uh, you you can't actually enjoy any of those things. They make you get, like, a personal chef to give you, um, like, really nutritious meals. And that kind of bummed me out. Um like I know, and it seems like it's like a recent thing that you have to be have all these super like nutritious things and this very very monk like lifestyle and rise and grind and I just kind of wish it was more okay to to like enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, it would be great if everyone in the NBA could just agree just mutually to train, like, 5% less. It just seems like everybody would be a lot happier. Is that is that a crazy thing to say? I thought of two guys. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Give us the guys first. Sorry. I just have to say them first. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Smith and Bruce oh, Brown. sticks. I love Bruce Brown. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jalen Smith, I haven't really watched yet, but people seem to really enjoy him. His name um, is Sticks, Sean. His nickname is Sticks. Yeah. Because uh, he's so skinny and he wears glasses. What's not to love? Um, so, Sean, you're mad that they can't enjoy Barcelona, Barcelona because they can't enjoy it as if they were on vacation? I just feel like I just feel like in general, the experience of becoming a professional athlete seems like weirder and not as outright fun like like all the seasons are longer you're just training all the time Mm -hmm. and i kind of feel like this is happening in movies too (laughs) 
No, no, Sean, they do steroids. Right, right. Well, I mean, the, mar the doing... Marvel actors do steroids, Sean. What do they're you think not they're training. doing at Barcelona, yeah. though, Joey? <laughs> like, like all of them are. It, it just, it. I mean, maybe, maybe people have just been like doping and having to do this stuff all the time. But yeah, like, like why? Movies are not as enjoyable because it it makes me feel bad watching Marvel movies. Knowing that Robert Downey Jr. just had to eat all his meals in in the form of like protein cubes for six months, for like no reason. You would he's prefer in an, Iron Man was played suit. by Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> I mean, like, why not? I just don't understand why. Why, if your superpower is like throwing lightning bolts, mm -hmm. why is that affected by your abs? You know what I mean? It's a good point. Well, so yeah, I like, would like argue... Iron Man, Iron Man is, shouldn't be that ripped. Well, He's in a robot suit. <laughs> well, I would argue, he... Sean, that uh -huh. if you read Kumail Nanjiani talk about how Chloe Zhao was mad at him for getting so buff, she would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't, he did all that and they didn't want him to? Yes, she was like, it kind of ruins the group. Like, that character's not supposed to be the strong one. Right. He's supposed to be well, the charming, funny one. <laughs> many of these powers do not seem related to having muscle. Like, if you can fly, I, I, and anyway, but, but like, okay, that makes still for superhero movies. Look, I wish you could just have like Michael Keaton like cuts out carbs for three weeks to play Batman. Like, that's my ideal. But now, now in non superhero movies, it's like that too. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you want the world to return to the famous Mario Lemieux. You know that quote, right? Where they asked well, him, how do you get ready for the season? And he said, about three weeks before hockey season starts, I stop ordering French fries with my club sandwich. Yep. That, that's, that's the kind of thing I want. I want, like, I want, like, sloppy cops in movies. I want, like, you know, I, I also don't... You heard I it here first, Sean Keen, pro-copaganda... Uh, no, I want fast I want them to die faster, Joey. Um, well, then, aren't you happy? Aren't you happy about the Robert Pattinson Batman when they sent his studio sent him all those like dumbbells to get in shape during COVID, and he was like, "Nah, I didn't yeah, do it." That's great. Yeah, like, like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to the the only. I feel like Christian Bale having like body dysmorphia ruined it for a lot of people. Like he just has this instinct to gain. And lose lots and lots of weight all the time. Mm -hmm. And because he got so so jacked for Batman, they're like, I guess this is what we have to do now. <laughs> we have to give every actor in Hollywood an eating disorder. That is how the Marvel Universe works. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like in anyway, I well, I wish I, I wish I, I wish you didn't have to have like a 15 person support staff regulating the meals of grown-ups. Well, Sean, should I, at this point, tell the uh, story of the saddest Postmates delivery I ever made? Oh, yeah, please. Um, so I'm, I'm not going to say this actor's name because I don't want to blow up his spot, but let's just he's say... He's a handsome man. He's No, I will, I'll will. i give you a movie he's in so you n understand what his body is. He's one of the men from Magic Mike. Mm -hmm. uh, and I once had to deliver one of the men from Magic Mike... Something it's called Donald Glover. It's not Donald Glover. <laughs> it's it's a, it's one of the strippers from Magic. It's fluffy. Um, <laughs> and... uh, 
something called uh, the – I went to a juice store. I had to pay the juice on the Postmates <laughs> credit card. And then I had to deliver uh, five boxes full of gallons and gallons and gallons of juice um, <laughs> with different numbers on it. And it was called the 48-hour emergency red carpet slim down fast. <laughs> and when I dropped it off, uh, the most handsome in-shape man I've ever seen in my entire life was uh, playing catch on the lawn with his son on a Sunday afternoon. And I had to be like, here's your diarrhea, sir, and then drive away. <laughs> because he had a new movie coming out, and people met, he was in a new movie, and People Magazine had to film the red carpet, I guess. And he was too, quote, unquote, fat. Uh, and again, the most so beautiful in-shape person you've yeah, ever seen in yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, uh, any of us have ever seen. He's yeah. He's in the movie. Mag he's in both Magic Mics. Um, so it's not. It's not Alex Pettifer, is what you're saying. It's not the number Front star of I am number four. I am whatever that is. All right. I am number five. I don't know. All right. Uh, well, thank you for that. Uh, fitness yeah. freaks. <laughs> if you have a problem with Sean, uh, tweet at him at. Uh, I, want, I don't want all this body shaming. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of people. Talking about like oh, John, Luke, on Luke only joke. played ten months of basketball. But Sean, uh, I feel like we've talked about this like at length before. Because <laughs> you know, yeah, I maybe. also hate it. But then you put a you put a, like a soccer spin on it. Mm -hmm. This we did, I talk did about this in the Jokic episode where I talked Katie about it a little at, bit. Where Katie got mad at people for saying my Nikola Jokic. Mm -hmm. Well, that's um, just weird that people say that all the time. I mean, not even <laughs> like when who started that? I, we, we gotta we gotta move on. You're right. Okay. Uh, Sean, do you have a question for Katie you want to ask? One question for Katie. I had to watch. Um, I was in COVID quarantine last last week. I did not have COVID. I was exposed, but I tested negative. Um, and I had to watch the Warriors on an illegal stream, mm -hmm. and it was a Canadian telecast. And there were a huge number of commercials for the show The Rookie, starring Nathan Fillion. Um, is he wildly popular north of the border? That's what I'm asking. No, I've never even heard of that show. <laughs> what about Castle? Is Castle big in Canada? Never heard of that show. Firefly. <laughs> what about Firefly? No. What about never the What about the movie? Uh... <laughs> I mean, not for a while. Okay, all right, all right. Fair enough. Sean, do you have another question you want to ask, Katie? Yeah, I had one. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll ask. I'll ask this quick question. Okay. Is the Canadian border situation during the pandemic fueling a competitive advantage for the Toronto Raptors? Like, if they go all the way... Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. So that was the first question. Related question. If they do go all the way and win the title, which player will they screw out of a championship ring in order to give one to Doug Ford and one to Drake? <laughs> um... Who are they not going to give them to? No, they'll just make more. Um, no, I don't think they have an advantage. I, I hate this. It's so lame to me that, uh, that like, broadcasters, American broadcasters are like, well, the situation to cross the border into Canada. Like, it's pretty – all because, what, like, Doc Rivers said he was stuck, like, a couple weeks ago? 
And he wasn't stuck. He just, like, left the next day. The Warriors sent their, like, whole team home afraid that they were going (laughs) to test positive for COVID. And then they tested positive for COVID, like, three days later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, Jordan Poole got stuck in a hotel room in, in New York or Boston? Boston. New York, I think. Oh, Boston. Like That's much worse. It's happening everywhere. From what I understand, because there's like this really stupid loophole that people I know that travel with the team, um, like media I know that travel with the team, if you if you return a negative test in Canada and then you're gone for like, I don't know, I think it's up to 72 hours, you can still get COVID, but it, you can still use the test you used when you left. So you can still come back. So I think players, like people coming in can probably do that too. It's really not that complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Sean, you have a game for Katie? I do have a game for Katie. And Katie, this game is called NBA Fantasy (laughs) Banana Boat. Yeah, the only thing Katie hates more than games is magic. But anyway, keep going, Sean. (laughs) Wait, wait, what did you say? Katie says she hates games, and then I said the only thing Katie hates more than games is magic. Uh, she heard games on Katie's podcast, so I thought we should have one for her as well. Um, I have been working on my NBA impressions for the next time I go on the show. Okay. Um, okay. Perfect. So um, this is called the Fantasy Banana Boat. Okay. So you have to pick, you can pick up to five people mm-hmm. for your dream banana boat vacation. Is this uh, just a anybody... game or a fantasy? What's that? Is this just like my fantasy? How is it a game? It's a game. We we pick our you pick your dream banana boat. That's a game. I mean, that's pretty nice. This is maybe the only game I've ever liked. Yeah, I thought you'd like it. Okay, so here are the rules. First, you have to pick a summer vacation destination where the banana boat is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick up to five people. But you do have to designate one person as the photographer in the group. And um, we're assuming five-person boat, you get one of the spots. So who who would your five, your dream banana boat five be? I mean, this is hard to look, because I can only pick four? Yeah, because you're the fifth. You don't, you don't you can pick only four. Can That's I just okay. swim beside it? Can I get, like, dragged behind it? <laughs> no, no. You have to pick spot? four. You're, you're the Gabriel Union, in the <laughs> and one person's taking the photos. Yeah. Okay. Um, where will we go? Well, you have to choose that first, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> you can choose it last if you want to pick the people. It's, it's a loose. The rules of this game are loose. Um. You know, I'm going to go against picking uh, like a northern lake because I don't want anybody to get um, I don't want to like put anybody off in this fan. This is truly made up fantasy. Um, so I won't pick Lake Ontario. <laughs> uh, OK, I'm going to have to come back to the body of water. <laughs> um, I'll pick Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Jared Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, this is really tough. Clay. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good choice. Yeah. He's he can um be the captain. Mm-hmm. He already has the hat. That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
he, he actually takes that boat around quite a bit. So, um, um, oh, f- and then do you have another player that you'd like to just take the banana boat photo? I thought I'm taking the photo. Okay. No, 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 no. You're in the banana the boat. Po- oh, all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm saying she's the Gabrielle Union. I know. I know. I did not get the numbers right mm-hmm. on the original banana boat. Um, I just thought she could have a starting five. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I got to add, then I got to add PJ Tucker. Oh, interesting. Oh, I thought you were going to pick another crew. photographer that you enjoy. Um, someone. Oh, wait, never mind. I forgot. He's not a photographer. He was making fun of someone who is a photographer. Anyway. <laughs> Did you, do you think PJ Tucker has like really sick water shoes too? Like yeah. limited edition. Uh, I've never seen him in like swim trunks. Just like, uh, so I don't know. He must own. He must own some pretty nice ones. Yeah. Uh, um, They're probably silk. Sean, while mm-hmm. Katie's thinking of a destination, are you gonna pick <laughs> your five? Oh yeah. Well, I won't pick Clay just because Katie picked him. I don't want to duplicate. Mm-hmm. So the guys no. that I think would be. Uh, Really fun. I'm. I. I know he's not an active NBA player, but I'm taking Dirk. I think Dirk is probably just one of the best dudes. Um, just to to hang out with, you know. Like I just, I just really like him. Um. Uh. Let's see. Who else do I want on this team? Um. It's hard. It's it's a hard. It game. is hard. It's a tough. It's a tough because it's a vacation. You know, it's not just like a short time. Something um, about it feels also like uh, irreversible. Like I feel <laughs> right. Like this is this is we're gonna laminate this card uh-huh. and we're gonna be locked in with these guys uh, for a while. Like name like naming a child or something. Um, okay, Tim Hardaway Jr. Excellent. He's also there. So well, I have Tim. I have Dirk. Um, I would want. Hmm. Hmm. Difficult to spring this game on someone. Uh. uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I would, I would want um, Tim Duncan to go too. I think he's pretty, he's pretty fun on a vacation. Actually, I'm picking retired people, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's much my game. I invented it, Joey. Mm-hmm. Should I go? Um, How many of you picked? I've picked three. three. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, oh, I want Anthony Edwards to come. Mm-hmm. Good choice. And then I will also take. Oh, Danny Green. I'll take Danny Green. Mm-hmm. Just to just okay. to rub it in Dave Dufour's face. Because you want him to post a selfie <laughs> a hol- at yeah. the, at the when you guys go to the Holocaust <laughs> Museum. Yes. Where is your vacation, Sean? Oh, um, I actually don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, Kaikos is that how you say it? Caicos? So like Turks and yeah. Caicos? Yeah, not Turks, though. Only okay, Caicos. Great. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Katie, have you decided where your vacation is yet? Um, I, I'm narrowing it down. I have two. So you pick mm-hmm. yours. My, you pick my five? Oh, this is yes. easy. Uh, I want Garrett Temple. I want DeAndre Jordan. I want Kyrie Irving. I want <laughs> Kevin Durant. And I want Steve Nash. <laughs> oh, who's taking the picture in your group? I forgot to ask that. Steve Nash. And um, yes. we are going to Lake Como, Italy. 
for me, Danny Gray is technically sure because he's such a good Instagram photographer. Um, Lake Como was one of my picks. So I, that's off the list. It's been taken. So I got to go Adriatic Sea. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, I think that's our episode, guys. Yeah. Katie. Wait, did Sean pick his wor- his water? Oh, no, he didn't. Sean, where are you? Yes, he Caicos. He picked Caicos. Caicos. Oh, yeah, just Caicos. My bad. My bad. Caicos. In your face, Turks. <laughs> um... <laughs> Thanks for that game, Sean. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, look, look, it's bit. it's winter time right now. I know the three of us are, I think, unusually fond of water. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad. I'm glad we could talk about it a little bit, even in the winter time. Thank you. Um, that. All right, that is our episode, Katie Heindel. <laughs> where? What? First off, do you have any um, new work you think people should be reading? Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of stuff like last week. Mm-hmm. Is any of it related to the Golden State Warriors? <laughs> yep, two of oh. them are. Um, <laughs> I uh, wrote a profile about Jonathan Kaminga. Mm-hmm. What a nice, nice guy. Really funny. Uh, and that's he online. He really plugged it a lot too. He did most plug it a lot. He seems, I, I, he, I gotta say, I liked the pick, and now I just love him. Like, I liked it before, but I was like, mm, this is going to take a while for this guy. And it's like, no, he's cool right away. He is cool. Uh, he is cool. And I like when, usually I hate it when people share a share and then do it like 17 times. But I liked it when he did it. Because <laughs> you wrote it? All right, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also wrote about Clay at Basketball Feelings. Uh, I wrote something about DeMarco Rosen. That's that real GM. Mm-hmm. Mm, that seems fine. Uh, <laughs> well, I, like, I like that DeMar one, Kitty. Oh, and the, the Basketball Feelings uh, newsletter as well and the podcast. And the yeah. And, and uh, that's basketball at... with our friend Sean. Oh, yeah. Lee. Whoops. Yep. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Sean. Uh, basketball. <laughs> uh, and spinsters oh, occasionally. Basketball. Okay. Yeah, I actually have something coming out for spinsters, but um, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to promo it because still working on it. And dishes and dimes. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, I got some stuff at uh, Golden State of Mind, the Golden State Warriors blog. I'm going to have some like Clay Thompson content just to. to Clay that's Tom. fun. Um, oh, and then. Um, you can see me featuring at the SF Punchline for Kevin Shea uh, on the 13th and 14th of January. He's recording uh, an album. Awesome. And then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where February 27th, 2021, I tweeted, if I stick my head in the microwave and turn it on, will it make my allergies go away? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, Sean, did you write a song? I did, and I wrote one specifically for Katie visiting us. Um, it's a celebration. <laughs> you know how I've been writing songs about all the NBA teams, just like Suf Jen Stevens, but for basketball mm-hmm. and not for nerds. Well, this one's about the New York Knicks and RJ Barrett, and it's a celebration of all the Canadian players that the league has ever seen. And it's called uh, I wrote it with my friend Lou Bega, and it's called Maple Mamba Number Nine. <laughs> um all right trust the process 
Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Monday the 17th is my birthday, and it's also Dwayne Wade's birthday, but he's a year older, so I'd like to remind him, you're going to die first, buddy. (laughs) Wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Bye. That was a good topper. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this is Maple Mamba number nine. One, two, three, four, five. Dr. James Naismith, well, he ain't alive. Dudley, do right, standing in his stirrups. Every single pregame meal is drowning in syrup. Spike Lee says his handle's weak, but he's gotta drive, cause he can't shoot from deep. I like Wellington, Dalabert, National McClure. Team's ready to go, metric when we're out on the floor. So what can I do? Canada's my home And I can live as hobo, I gotta roam Tim Horton's in my hands, he can catch up chips Sharp, play the karaoke clip A little bit of Joel in the lane A little bit of Jamal going insane A little bit of Rick Fox on the scene A little bit of Jamal with two A's setting screens A little bit of Luke against playing D A little bit of Cujo shooting threes A little bit of Cam blocking more Bamba A little bit of Archie, he's the Maple Mamba Ah! Now hit the scene, order some poutine, Justin Trudeau is the sexiest, if you convert to Celsius, make sure you got the bats in the house, today's special had a talking mouse, there's free healthcare if you've got bad knees, and if you call 911 you get the mountain police, look at greasy hair, a little bit of shot dripping everywhere, a little bit of Andrew getting a little bit of Anthony's asthma attack A little bit of Nick Keel off the ball A little bit of Simi was really tall A little bit of Tristan causing drama A little bit of Archie, he's the Maple Mamba Oh yes! Ice! 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 to the playing tournament in New York City. The queen is still on the money. Michael Mama number nine. Looney's not just a center. A little bit of fear and new getting benched. A little bit of Nick, he loves Judy Dench. A little bit of Dylan reaching in. A little bit of Mike Smack, remember him. A little bit of Delano, he's got long hair. A little bit of Trey lives everywhere. A little bit of Dylan in Chris's pajamas. A little bit of Audrey, he's the Maple Mamba. Oh yeah! Maple Mamba number nine! Next generation of Maple Jordan! Maple Mamba number nine! Can you believe this guy's German?
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 